with me when I talked to the Lord because my, my son and I were also having the same conversation and I said, you know, we wait for a certain type of voice in the but yeah. God actually speaks to us as if we're speaking to us. That's what do. I experience yeah. okay. But a still small voice mm. and that's the way I've experienced him right. on a daily basis, honestly. We helped you. Next, who's next? Surely they sound like a tough master, but... To me, it was... Oh my God, last one, guys, To me, it was... I've learned the importance, really, I have learned the importance of, of listening uh, to the voice of God. And I've learned that even in your... Whatever your circumstances, if uh, some uh, another time, maybe I would have panicked or... I would have thought negative thoughts, but I've learned to listen what God is saying. Even through my, my whatever crisis you're going through yes, in life, I mean. I've learned to listen. In these past few <coughs> weeks, taught me how to listen to the word of mm. to the voice of God and to interpret that whatever is in my circumstances mm. to what He's saying to me. Mm. And that to me was, was the most important lesson I've learned these mm. last few weeks, mm. to listen and to hear. God's mm. voice. <clears throat> I've, be, I've, I've now become aware of the fact that we need to, to really seek God. Mm. And I don't understand how people cannot get serious with God. I do not yeah, understand yeah. how people cannot, in this time, on what we are learning here and what the whole church is learning yeah. everywhere, the importance of listening to God yeah. and not making God a priority. Mm. You know, God is like a sidekick. If we need him, we go to him yeah. instead of making him and the voice of God our foundation yes. on which we build our lives. Yes. That was my lesson in these last few weeks. And I mean, I'm, I'm sending these things out on, on LCB Spotify and the response of the people, they cannot say thank you enough because yeah. of, of, of what they hear and they've never realized it. Yeah. And therefore, it, it, it's sometimes hurtful that we as a group sometimes do not adhere to what we hear physically here in the now yeah. while other people can respond by listening secondary yeah. to, to what is Absolutely. what god is saying thank you elsa i just want to say thank you for putting these things on spotify because i have learned now to, to send it to people and and they are being blessed yeah. by your ministry thank, thank you for you. that but when you have something like that, you can't keep it yourself, actually you mm. have to share it. Mm. Exactly. You've got no option. I would like to keep it for us. I'm honest, I would like to keep it for us. My point of view is that um, on me, the, the voice when you hear it, I can't hear it. The subject of pastor can bring it was honest as what was going to hear it and punished it. It's more than it for us, a normal. Dan is maar die subject van my baie geleer. Want ek lees baie die woord van die Heer en ek sien dat alles het gebeur hier die Heer te hoor. Mooses, koning David, enig en Isaac, Jacob, enig, hulle het die Heer gehoor. En dan het hulle die instructies van die Heer uitgevoer. En dat het vir my geïnpris, dat is hoe hulle gehoel het en geopereerd het. En hoe hulle die Heere sy werke of sy strakjes en sy inzettings en orde, ordene uitgevoer het. Daar moet hulle suksesvoel 
Tanam rather to menial thing. Own means, title. And it's shell that for us who's married, see, that the lactus beer, Tanam in beer, my nadal in beer, my dear, that in one. It was the other, it could be, but it could be by one, he said. which absolutely has to do with hearing God's voice. Um, and then during the week, Brian and I had a discussion of, over, over the wealth transfer. How is it going to happen? And what is, you know? And it's going to happen by hearing God's voice. Exactly. Because that's what God said to me in the early hours of the morning. He said, People think that when wealth transfer happens, it's going to be boom, there's a hundred million rand wow. in bank account. You see, I don't work that way. <laughs> what I do is, I give you the blueprint from heaven, <laughs> yeah. which you then, through your obedience, yeah. through listening, yeah. through that connection, right. have to establish yeah. in <laughs> the earth. <laughs> and then my blessing is upon <laughs> that yeah. to create wealth. Great stuff. Great stuff. I agree with you. So that totally is agree with you. essentially what mm. hearing God's voice is about. Yeah. That's the reason why we, we, we ask questions and get feedback. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's going to be monologuing all the time. You cannot go to monologuing from grade 1 to grade 12. You've done that all the years and come to church and have the same thing. Yeah. Right. So thank you for the feedback. It it, it, it helps a lot. It helps a lot because you know, I was tracking myself, am I hearing God? And if I'm hearing God, are we then on the right track? You must remember a couple of weeks ago here I said to you that there's a wealth transfer happening now. Solid wealth a wealth transfer happening, right? Fine. And um, people get excited, it's gonna, like Elsby said, now it's not going to happen like uh, dropped on you, you know. It, you have to obey God. There's mm -hmm. a process, it's a procedure. Mm -hmm. That's how God operates. God doesn't just come and bless you. That understanding of the past must change in our lives, basically. And coming to the subject of hearing God's voice in crisis. It's huge for me. Mm. It calms you down. Mm. Mm. We're going through something at the moment. And it, it, this subject has calmed me down really. Mm. Addressed me to the core of my being. And I'm just going to mention something now. Maybe jumping ahead of, of the teaching. This is the future of hearing God's voice. One of the features of hearing God's voice is, is it brings death to self. Mm. Death to self is a subject that we need to address. Hearing God's voice brings you 
to the end of yourself. Yeah. Death to self. That's major for me. It's major for me. I'm going to just... can't say talk because this is not talking. This is the, the, the stuff for me. I said to my wife this morning, this stuff got hold of me. And this is part and parcel of the prophetic. Now people will tell me in the prophetic this word they will say to me. The prophetic is, is the systems of God. It's the communication system of God. Right? They will tell you that. Right? But what does it mean to you? If a prophet says to you, thus say the Lord, which is the basic understanding of the prophetic, mm. right? Thus say the Lord, what does it mean to you? If, if somebody taught you to take that word, right? Take the word right? and look at it. Begin to know the words spoken to you, right? Can you then enter into a journey or a process of analyzing that word? It doesn't happen overnight. Mm -mm. Mm. Everything's a journey. Yeah. You must make the word one with you. Yeah. Now, something I want to I wanna talk to you about. Every word <laughs> spoken here, if you take the word and you internalize the word in your life, yeah. the word becomes flesh. You are having an Emmanuel experience every time you hear the word of God if you make it real yes. to your life. Do you hear what I'm yeah, saying to you? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Every time you take a word, you take a verse in the Bible, and you begin to voice it, and begin to speak it over and over, memorize, and you begin to practice that word, you are entering the process of incarnation mm -hmm. the word made flesh mm -hmm. okay yeah i want i want to do you hear also me? if if we talk about christ made flesh mm -hmm. the word became flesh don't isolate it to christ alone guys that's yeah. the medium the father used mm -hmm. to build christ in you mm -hmm. I am shaken by the subject. It, it shows me a, a, a dimension that for so long has been missed in church. Yeah. Therefore, I can tell you again, when God said, do not do it the conventional way. Do not do hearing the voice of God the conventional way. Yeah. I had to turn. Yeah. Not away from it. It's still a base, right? But I had to turn and look for yeah. other ways. And I'm telling you, it's it's like it's like a stream that flows daily into my life. Yeah. John chapter ten verse twenty seven. My sheep hear my voice. I've got the right to hear the voice of God. Amen. It's my it's my inheritance. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's my right. right. My birthright. Yes. I've got a right to hear my voice. Yeah. And I've, I've got to tell you this: if I have a right, it's because my Father wants to speak to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you listening? Yes. I've got the right, I've got the birthright, it's my inheritance because my father designed it so. I mean. Oh, that gives me a, a great sense of belonging. Yes, of course. I know I belong. Okay. I know for a fact I'm worth it. Mm. If the highest potentate in the holy universe, God Almighty, speaks to me, speaks to you, yes. man, that means if Puts his attention upon you. He says, this is a word for Dion. 
So when he focus on Dion, you're important to him. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah, that's why people cry when they get a sure. word. Yeah. Because they realize how important yeah. they are to uh, God. Oh dear. That they are seen by God. Mm. Yes. It's not so much about what they are mm. seeing mm. as such, yes. but it's the, the knowing that God sees mm. them. Yeah. Yeah. I want to give you something today. I want you to, to take this and build on that. And God said in Genesis 1, 26, That's your problem, not mine. Right? When God said, Let us make men. I'm just going to say that to you. Let us, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Let Elohim say, Let us make men. In our image, after our likeness. And he did it, right? When God says that, let us make men. I want to focus your attention upon the word make. The word make, it's packed with meaning. Mm. Remember, we are not Greeks or Hebrews. Yeah. But the Greek language is a language filled with pictures. Mm. It's pictures cue, word, language. Mm. Right? And that's what God chose to use. The Greek and Roman or the Aramaic language is filled with, packed with definition again. Mm. But you combine the two. Hebrew is Picturist, okay, fine. And the Greek language is, is filled with definition. You bring the two together. Do not isolate the two, right? I want to say to you the word build. I'm going to use the English words. The word build means let us mold men. It means molding. I don't know if you understand what molding is. Molding is, if you, if you look at molding, there's different, different. I come from the engineering side, or in the iron side, you know, and they mold, they melt iron and they mold it into, into a, they put in a pot, you know, and they take a mold and pour the iron in there, and later on they loosen the mold, and there stands the thing they designed. Yeah. Same with clay. Yeah. Clay pottery is another way of molding. It's a beautiful thing, okay, where you put a lump of clay upon a spinner. And you control it by, by nowadays they control it with, with a button, but in olden times they control it with a foot by pumping or releasing the speed. Mm. And then they would fall and fashion that thing mm. until it's the design they want. Okay? Mm. It also means fashion. The word make also means shape. Let's shape man. Yeah. Okay? Let's shape man. Let's, let's put a design on man. It also means the word build. Okay? But then if you go to the real meaning of the word, and you go into the, the nitty-gritty of the word in the, in the Hebrew, it's the word Asa, A-S-A-H. And if you've got a, if you've got a concordance, you can, you can punch in the number 6213 on the Greek dictionary. And this is what it says. It means to work on, to labor, to put effort in it. It means to toil, create. Another word. Construct is another word. Become beautiful, eh? When you look at God, it says, let's construct men. Let's design men. Let's mold men. It also means build. But it also means, let's appoint men. In the making of men, we are appointing him to an assignment. It also means to constitute. <coughs> to configure. And to squeeze, squeeze men, fashion them, mold them. Now, I said all that to tell this to you. The concept that we get from these words, okay, these definitions, these terminologies, 
is the making of man was a process, not just one act. Mm. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a process, not just one act. <sighs> it's a continual process. Yeah. It wasn't on the seventh day, the Saturday. No, no, no. It was a day. Remember, one day is a thousand years. A thousand years is a day. Do not let your mind run now. How long did God take to make men? That's not the issue yeah. here. It's a formation process. Yeah. Mm. So when you get the word, <laughs> you are entering into a formation process yeah. of the word spoken over you. Mm. Well, I saw something from When God says in his word, he knitted you together in your mother's womb. It was a process that took nine, takes nine months. Not an instant. Yeah. You're going to hear words continually from me. Formation. Process. Molding. And one word is the word becoming. Let's make man to become like us. Okay? Now, this human being was then placed in a relationship with God Almighty. This, this thing that God molded, this human being, was then placed in a relationship with God and that relationship helps with the formation mm. the making, the molding of what God intends to be okay this relationship then activates men through a system called voice this relationship that God and man come together. This relationship is activated by voice. God speaking to the man. And we have grown and developed as human beings. But we are utterly are still dependent upon the voice of God. No matter what we are. No matter what you become. Because the voice of God is your foundation, the voice of God is your life, the voice, um, uh, I can give you a lot today, but then the scripture I want you to read, I send, don't know if you read it this morning, I sent to everybody, read Ezra chapter 6, verse 14, Ezra, 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 6, verse 14, thank you, I'm going to read it to you, Oh, you said verse 22, because I read verse 22. Uh, so, did I say it? Maybe yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. I thought, I don't understand. No, verse 14. Sometimes, you know, if you don't punch the number in a, on, on the phone, that phone configures its own message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry for that. Ezra 6 verse 14 says this, So the elders build, and they prospered, through the prophesying of the prophets. Mm. Did you hear that word? Yes. Mm. The elders pilled yeah. and they prospered mm. yeah. to the prophesying of the, prosper, yeah. of, of the prophets. God does nothing unless he first reveals his secrets. Absolutely. His intentions, his mindset, his plan, his strategies, his will, and to his servants, the prophets. Now let's break it up. Amos 3 verse 7. 
And most people say, God does nothing. Look at me now. God does nothing. Look at me. He has chosen a system that he will do nothing unless he speaks to prophets. And this is what he does. He, he put himself in an arrested position. A locked manner. And if there's no prophet, he will remain arrested. Come on. Come on. So what does it make prophecy? Again? What does it make prophecy to us? Prophetic. A life source. Fundamental. It is your foundation. <laughs> so prophets have become important. Hmm? Totally, this is a prophetic table. Mm -hmm. It's not just coming together having meetings. So every time God wants to do something in the earth, what does He do? He gives prophecy. He, he seeks out a prophet. Mm. <laughs> that word servant is not one that works for God. That word servant means one that sits on the couch with God. Come on. Amen. God does nothing unless he finds a friend. That word servant is friend. Yeah. Intimate in relationship with him, God. Because God's secrets is not just given to anybody. Come on, come on. Mm. Please, let's hear the voice of God this morning. The, pro the prophecy system in the church right now needs to be redefined and then reprogrammed and then shut down the old order to build the new order of the prophet, yeah. the prophetic dimension. Mm. God does nothing. Unless he first reveals his secrets mm. to his servants, mm. the prophets. Can I read the, 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 the amplified version? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The fact is, God the Master does nothing without first telling his prophets the whole story. Huh. You get a picture here. God mainly in the Old Covenant operated through prophets right through from Genesis to Malachi prophets mm. and then comes Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 and says God at sundry times in diverse manners spoke unto the fathers the icons mm. of the Old Testament mm. by the through the by or through the prophets mm. see the communication system there mm. fathers mm. I'm not going to go into fathers now right mm. he speaks to the fathers by the prophets mm. they heard God mm. and they give them the father's instruction and that's how God builds yeah but then Hebrews chapter 1 says this at sundry times diverse manners God spoke unto the fathers by the prophets but in these last days it culminated all that speaking culminated in the Son yes mm. Amen. to get it yeah. so you can say Daryl I can say to you, you can say Daryl do you mean that from Genesis to Malachi Everything is summed up in the sun. Exactly. Yes. So today, the speaking of God is dependent upon you hearing the sun speak to you. I mean. Okay. I mean. Not the prophet giving you the word. Because the prophet must hear the sun. Yeah. And when the prophet hears the sun and gives you a word, that 
That releasing of the word activate your inner ear to hear God. Amen. You will often hear people say, I would, I would like to hear God on myself. Yes, it's right. But listen, if you do not activate the system that God operates by to the prophetic, your hearing will be minimal. Yes. Stay me somewhere else to be. People will run to prophetic conferences and summits and schools to hear God's voice. And I have no problem with that. In fact, I like it. The most dangerous place to be in is when you see a lot of prophets gather. <laughs> I'm saying it again. The most dangerous place to be in is when you are surrounded by prophets. It's a dangerous breed. I live with one. Speak. God, speak to me. It's dangerous, isn't it? Dangerous, dangerous. You sit at the conference, there's, there's 120 prophets. Each one of them says, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. God speaks. Not one of them receives the same word. But collectively, the summation of it is one direction. Please, man. One direction. All you need to do is hear accurately. Yes. The voice of God determines direction for you. But we need to put it in a collective you know, structure and hear what God says. Whenever I hear somebody say, you must listen to this prophet, I listen. I listen. I don't care if it comes from Calvin, the Calvinistic church. I don't care if they come from the Methodist church or the Presbyterian or his, his New Age. Even New Age prophets can. I listen to them. Some of them here, right? <laughs> I don't care where they come from. I, I listen to them. I can read anything. I can read, I can read Nostradamus and I can tell you he was an accurate guy. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't say what Nostradamus. We learned it at school. That's a guy that prophesied events years ago. Yeah, and it's coming now. Not the same way we do it now. Okay. Prophecy will unravel you. All right. I'm gonna just make statements. Okay. You must write them down. Capture them. Capture them. This human being, Adam, after God created him, was placed in a relationship with God. Now, I want to paint to you a picture of the, of the garden called Eden as a relationship with God. Come, come, come on, guys. God put that man in the location. And I call that location the context of his definition. Eden. Write down Eden. And you can say, Eden, the context of my purpose. Okay. Yes. I'm teaching you something that you know you will not hear from other guys. You need to look at words and how God constructs words. <coughs> okay, now, now, let's go back to the word of Ezra 6, verse 14. So the elders build and they prospered through the prophesying of the prophets. The word build there, as we, as we, as we said now, is to mold. Mm. But here, with Ezra, it means. They had an instruction to rebuild the temple, rebuild the walls. You must remember, uh, Ezra and Nehemiah were on the scene at the same time. Yeah. While the one was building the, the walls, the other one was building the temple. 
Yeah, me now. Okay, fine. So, and with the building comes, with, with Ezra 6 comes, the building comes, comes. I want to focus your eyes on the word elders. Elders in your concordance will say to you, aged ones. Ones that have got white hair, silver, silver linings. They will call you, they will call you ones that, grew, that, that gained wisdom by experience. But that's not what Ezra means here. In fact, it does not mean that in the, in the Hebrew at all. The word elders means governors. Yeah. One that sit and rule in the gates. Yes. Elders. <clears throat> elders were, were placed in charge to run the governmental affairs of the city. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Elders mm. were, were, were responsible for accurate family life. In the city, yeah. mm. accurate elders were responsible for for correct financial planning of the city, breaking it down until the family and the single person. Yeah. Come on, guys, this is big, big of the elders. Yeah. Elders were responsible to hear God yeah. when the prophets speak. They would hear God and analyze strategic plans to bring God's words to pass. Don't you see that's ecclesia there? Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm not gonna go much into that because if you'll allow me else I'm gonna hold back because I can't give you guys too much. I don't need to crash. No, the hard drive will crash. Mm -hmm. Hard drive will crash. Elders means gatekeepers. Right? Elders means one version says wise men. Mm. Those operating in the wisdom of God. Yeah. Elders. Yeah. So the elders build. How do they build? <coughs> By epignosis, a higher order of knowledge. They build. Yeah. The word build there means oikodomeo in the Greek. Okay, It means to form, to fashion, to shape, to mold. I like this. To put a structure together. Yeah. Line upon line, brick upon brick. Yeah. So God can say, I live there. Yes. Are you listening to me? Amen. Okay, now. The word... The word build also means to finish the work. To, to finish the work. Finish. To bring the work to completion. Mm. You might think I'm repeating myself. And every time I talk about the voice of God, I might be repeating myself. I'll be going somewhere, okay? What are we doing? We're building a man that can accurately hear God's voice mm. in order to build and correct life. Yeah. Okay. Now, to bring to completion, to finish... To bring a project of the divine mind to become visible in the earth. Okay. In other words, elders <coughs> will take the instruction of God and out of that instruction, the air, the voice of God, out of the air, the breath of God, the life of God, they would, take, they would build structures that will accommodate life God has. Yes. Okay, now, and then the Bible says, and they, after they built, what did they do? They prospered by listening to the prophets. Are you listening? Mm. Are you listening? Are you prepared to be shaken this morning? And they would, they would prosper there. Okay, they would prosper. How many of you would like to prosper? Oh, everybody, I'm sure. Hmm? I would love to prosper. Yeah, of 
<laughs> can, I, can I tell you what the word prosper day means? Mm. I say please. Please. Mm. Nice. So the la says so quiet, please. No, please, please. <laughs> no. The word there prosper means to catapult you from level to level. <laughs> to catapult you from one level to another level. So you can grow from glory to glory. Here the magic start up all heart to say, Yerra, Yerra, glory. This building, this listening to prophets prospers you. First Chronicles twelve thirty two. First Genesis. First Chronicles. 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 Twelve thirty two. Can anybody tell me what it means? What's in there? Hmm? The sons of Issachar mm -hmm. understood the times. Mm -hmm. Had knowledge of the times. The produce that came from the tribe of Issachar, mm. the sons of Issachar, it's a tribal anointing, mm. understood the times. How did they understand the times? They were hearing correctly. Yes. You know what? I'm telling you, I, I very seldom get excited when I, when, when I feel that sensation going over you. But mm -hmm. now this morning, I'm sensing a strong, strong sensation. I'm responding, me, I'm responding to what I'm hearing now. Mm -hmm. The sons of Issachar understood the times, mm -hmm. the times, the epochs, the seasons, yeah. you know, the chronos mm -hmm. in which they were. Yeah. And from that understanding of the times, they instructed Israel. Oh, yeah. Amen. The voice of God instructs you concerning your future. Amen. The sons of Issachar understood. The word understood comes because of hearing. Yeah. No, you can't understand anything if you don't hear it first. The voice of God is given by God to us to bring us to a heightened level of understanding. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Amen. This is not, oh, Rabbi Shikara, oh, hallelujah. This is the time to say, I want to hear. And then if I hear, I want to write it down. And I want to go home and ponder it, study it, analyze it, investigate it in order to build correctly. I release over you this morning the anointing of the sons of Issachar. Amen. To understand the times. If God says, this is a time where I will release wealth, you better understand it now. Yeah. You better come to a point where you say, I'm going to walk in the image of God. How do I walk in the image of God? By obeying His word. Amen. Yeah. If God says, I'm going to bless the church 
with wealth transference, mm. you better see that you do the basic things concerning wealth or finances, right? Number one, tithe properly. Yeah. 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 Number two, do your offerings. Number three, take care of others. Yeah. You know what? The windows of heaven opens up and all of a sudden you will hear God say to you, find out how many machines that you make are broken. That's mm. the word, dear. Yes. How many machines they have affected are broken? How many people around the area have broken lawnmowers and broken dust cutters? Mm. Fix it! Yeah. Charge them. Hello? Yes. Yeah. Or some of them will give it to you for free. Amen. Because they don't want it standing around anymore. Yeah. You fix it, you sell it. Yes. They couldn't be bothered because they feel it can cost just as much to fix as what it's going to do to buy a new one. No. I've heard that so many times with people. Now let's focus upon the, the, the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding of the son of Issachar upon Dion now. Right? How many times have you told me, I will go cut grass just to get a couple of rain in? Form a team with grass cutters yes. and they will cut for you. Yeah. Hello? Yes. yes. I mean. If you hear me correctly, Dion, this will change your life. Oh, yeah. I waited for this moment to say this to you. This will change your life completely. Yeah. Have a team. Four, five guys. Start with them. Right? Give them the machine. And they'll come get the machine every morning by you. You will, you will look at them and say, this guy is responsible. Don't give the machine to irresponsible people. Yeah. You lose. Give the machine to somebody you can trust. Which you, yeah. you touch your life with. And when you get here and there, and if they find somebody to cut my lawn quickly, let them do it. Yes. Let them do it. But you have you have a base of of customers that you that you keep happy all the time. Mm. That's the stepping stone into wealth yes. transference. Yeah. Okay. Pray, pray for the people that God needs to send you. Pray and give wisdom there. Now, you must remember, this word prosper, and they prospered. How, well, how come did they prosper? Because they were No, you don't listen. They listen to the prophets. Yes, they help okay. us. Yeah, but if you hear the prophets, you've got no, to no, hear no, 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 no. You, you can obey afterwards, yeah. but you cannot obey if you don't hear the prophets correctly. Mm. God does nothing unless he first reveals his secrets to his servants and prophets. And if, if you listen to the prophet, what will you do? Prosper. Okay. That's a procedure. Remember, God built, formed, fashion, shaped man. Mm -hmm. Put him in a relationship and out of the relationship they became dependent upon the voice of God. And out of the voice of God they could express the image. Yes. If there's no understanding, if there's no hearing, there's no understanding. And if there's no understanding, there's no image being practiced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Image is being successful in everything you do. Doesn't Paul say, do everything as unto the Lord? Mm. Yes. <coughs> okay. The voice of God. This is the lesson this morning. The voice of God will cause you to prosper. Hmm? Yeah. The voice of God will cause you to prosper. Prosper. Now. Don't want to be distracted by this one. The voice of God will bring you to being able to finish a project. Finish a project. That's what the word says. And if you read the whole of Ezra, 
that the whole verse there. And they finished building according to the prophet speaking from the time of Darius. That's right there. Yeah. Mary, can you read the whole verse for us, please? So the leaders of the Jews continued to build the work went well under the preaching of the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, sons of Edo. They completed the rebuilding under orders of the God of Israel and authorization by Cyrus, Darius, and whatever his name okay, is. Okay, thank you. This, this Nehemiah and Ezra was commissioned by God to go and do a thing, right? And Darius was, was the governor of the time, the king of the time, mm -mm -mm. right? Governor of the time. And when, when, he, when they left, they gave them material. But then the rise found out that the previous king, Nebuchadnezzar, took all the temple materials and stored them in Babylon. And this guy said, it's not right. Listen to me now. And he made, declared an edict. All the temple utensils must go back. Israel. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. God speaks a word to Nehemiah. He said, he's down. And the king said, why you so sad? He said, my people, people have nothing there in Israel. Mm. They are down. The walls are burned down. The temple is destroyed. And this word of, of Nehemiah quickens the spirit of the king. <coughs> and the king said, okay, fine. Uh, you can go back. And restore the walls. Yeah. Do you see how a word yeah. can activate a process of restoration? Mm. Hello? Amen. And then all, all the provision, mm. all the resources, mm. all the ingredients that's needed to fulfill the job is locked in a word. Mm. Opens it up. Mm -hmm. Are you listening? I'm listening. Locked in a word. Years later, Ezra says, says Ezra, and the, the elders build and the people prospered as they listened to the prophets. But it's a word that goes back <coughs> up until Nehemiah in, in, in a hostile environment. Mm. And that word propels the people of God to prosper. One of the words, one of the words of the meaning of the word prosper means it's this, the word prosper, the, pros the word prosper means to advance you. Advancing. Advance. Oh. Advance. In other words, advance means you're better than the rest. Okay. It also means to propel you. To propel you. Also means to push you forth. That help me. Also means to grow you, to develop you. In one word, this word "prosper" in Ezra six fourteen, and they prospered as they listened to the to the prophets. One word here is, while they listened to the prophets, they experienced a quantum leap. <coughs> listening. A quantum leap is not one step before the other. 
A quantum leap is like you're looking out for the next make of car that's coming mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Come on. The next designer building. Hmm? Quantum leap means you are way, way ahead. You have left, no? Jumped over. You have gone into generations <laughs> before you and you take out the plans and patterns of what's there in the future and you're bringing it now mm. to reality. Yeah. Hmm? Mm -hmm. That is a backfall. Yeah, yeah. Quantum leap is a thing. Go into, go into the word quantum leap. You'll be amazed. What God does when God speaks a word to you. Mm. Abraham leave Ur of the Chaldeans. Do you think Abraham just left? That word stirred him. Yes. That word, God said, I will lead you unto a city of whom I am the builder. I am the maker and the builder of the city. So Abraham must have looked at this city there, this village or whatever. And says, he said, God says, I'm going to lead you to a better city. I'm leaving. You see how a word advance you? How a word push you forward? How a word propels you? Abraham left looking for a city. He left, he left his surroundings and left. Mm. <laughs> David says, Oh my God, I storm again. With my God, I jump a wall. Yes. With my God, I kill a lion, I kill a bear because the word enables you to do what you normally won't be able to do. Mm. No. Okay. What's the time now? 10, 10 to 10. Should I stop now? No. <laughs> what a question. Again, you always I, ask I feel I feel like you know sometimes I feel like that's so packed with meaning. Mm. I'm glad you are greedy here. Mm. I want it. Mm. Mm. I want more. Say eat some more? Eat some more. Not the biscuit. No. It's a word. Mm. Not a biscuit, okay man? Now, listen to me. I've got, <coughs> I have compacted ideas about the voice of God, which I'm going to go through with you, and if and, and we, we can discuss it. Right? I'm going to show you how God spoke to me. Now, if we say it is our right and our inheritance to hear and understand the voice of God, we must begin to understand why. It's your birthright. It's your foundation, yes. It's your, it's your, it's your inheritance. Why? To build the image of God in you. That's the ultimate aim. The ultimate aim of hearing God's voice is to build the image of God in you. Yeah, yeah. You must begin to ask the question, from which angle of the nature of God is this word given to me? Are you listening to me? Yeah. From which angle of the nature of God is this word given to me now? Amen. I'm saying to you, from which angle of the nature of God is that word given to me? Because this word given is, is, a, is, a, is a definition, is an explanation of the nature of God, some sort in a different area. Amen. To Paul says to Timothy, study. Is that the word? 
given to, to Timothy? Yes, study, study. Do what? Do show yourself. Approve unto God. So you see what the word what, what it means? Study, it's a word. Activate the word by studying. Then you become approved before the Lord. You see how it's connected? Study, it's approved before the Lord. You, God says, I'm well pleased. Do you listen to me? I'm pleased. What does God do? He comes alongside you. Do you see how you need to analyze the word of God? I can go on. I can mention many words in the, in the Bible that was given. The word of God is your, the, the speaking of God is your inheritance. It's your right. Mm. And that word that you get prospers you. Remember? Yeah. Prospers you in all the areas you can invade. The mm. problem is we don't invade mm. the territories. We are like this. Oh, this morning I can just I can just go to Google or I can just go on the internet and punch open and I'll get a word. I've got no problem with that if you have that in your mind. If you want to live like that, live like that. Mm. Listen to God to, to gimmicks. You'll get gimmicks. And gimmicks doesn't grow you. Mm. Gimmicks just inspires you for a minute or two. Learn to find a proper resource. Mm. Who's the resource in your life at the moment that speaks in your life? Don't answer. I'll tell you. There are a few. Mm. <coughs> Don't look so surprised. I speak into your life. I will tell you what God says. And the main way God speaks to Daryl few is teaching you the word of God. Mm. That word teaching is the word didaskalos. It brings you to an understanding of knowledge. Knowledge produces understanding. Mm. Understanding goes over into wisdom, acting the word of God. Yeah. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, It's not those that call me Lord, Lord, yeah. but those that hear my word and do my word. Yeah. That was hearing yeah. activation. You can also write down there, the hearing of the voice of God produce activation. Yeah. I determine when I speak in tongues or not. Not the feeling. If it's my right to hear God's voice, I can brag about it. I can boast about it. I can get excited. But what's the meaning of that? What level of the nature of God is revealed in God speaking to me? And <clears throat> hmm? use different icons for the next couple of weeks. How God spoke to them. How God built their life. How God constructed the life of Moses by speaking to him to a burning bush. Yeah. God constructed his life to become a deliverer. Eh? Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was going to teach you something else. God spoke to Moses, to a burning bush, <coughs> to deliver a nation for nation building. Yeah. Nation building. We need to become modern now. If you say he's a deliverer, <coughs> from what were you delivered? Jesus, my deliverer, my redeemer. Whoa, stop the lorry. Mm -hmm. Stop the lorry. From what were you redeemed? From and for what? Mm. For the kingdom. 
if, if he has delivered you, it's not so much as delivered you from, it's delivered you unto. Come on. Amen. Okay. Is it heavy? Learn to understand why God does this. Oh, Sunday, hallelujah, barakat. Don't leave that out now. Go and ask, why do you speak to me? Go to God. Why did you give me the word? Show me, show me scriptures, God. What relates to that word you gave me? I listened to somebody about seven years ago. In black and film, Steve Schultz, an American guy. Very, very, very accurate in prophecy. But I can tell you, accuracy does not make you a prophet. You agree, Alcibi? Yeah. Accuracy, because, because you're right, doesn't make you a prophet. When the word becomes fulfilled, doesn't make you a prophet. You are a, a prophet by calling. Yes. Number one. Okay, I'm gonna, I can go into that more. You are a prophet by listening, hearing God's voice. That's your main trait, your frequency of prophet. Steve Schultz called up one of my friends, Kenneth Roman, and gave him a word. I sat there, and I was writing the word down. He said to Kenneth Roman, this word, this, this, this words, God's going to change your, your diet of knowledge. I, I read and I listened. God's going to put you in a system of education. And then the man said to you, your wife is in education. And by God's word, she is a teacher. I said, yeah, I feel it. And then he said, you're going to teach the people and develop them into sons. And at that moment, I said, that is my word. I'm taking that word from me. A word given to somebody else, I activated that word by X. Yeah. And I thought to myself, Daryl is now a diff. To say to myself, I, I would rather be a word diff <coughs> than somebody else. Mm. Don't sit in a prophetic meeting and sit, wow, what a word for Elsie. Oh, for Brian, what a word for Michael, mm. what a word for Dawn. Uh -uh. Mm. Take the words. Mm. Take it home, pray it over them. And I tell you what, as you pray over them, that word gets you activated as well. Mm. Are you listening to me? Mm -hmm. The voice of God is your inheritance, but there's angles of characteristics and nature and personalities that's in the word from God for you. In other words, a word from the Lord, the voice of God, teaches you the nature of God. Amen. The sons of Issachar knew knowledge. Mm. The times, yeah. in other words, yeah. makes you wise. Mm. You're not, you're not like the rest. Mm. Psalm 127 says, "It is, it is futile to get up early and work late, while he gives sleep <clears throat> to his beloved." In other words, you won't be like the rest. You're not going to work late at night and get up early in the morning and not have rest seven days a week. Mm. If you do what God says, you'll have rest. Mm. Amen. Amen. One of the things we must learn if you have a business, don't do everything alone. Mm. Because if you die, the business dies. Yes. And before you die, and you keep on living like this, you do everything. Right? Mm. Before long, you're going to get sick. Because mm. you're running here, you're running there, you're running all over the show. Yeah. You're not looking after your own health. 
you look at me and people will tell you, and this is the, this is the concept of pastors, the people have a pastors. <coughs> pastors sit at home, they do nothing, they leisurely lay around and so and so, you know, and, they, and then they come and preach a word. Okay, that's your view of pastors. And unfortunately, I have to respect your view, but I don't have to accept it. Mm. If I take LCB before the Lord, I spend time with the Lord on behalf of LCB. Mm. Now, this is not intercessory prayers. Intercession doesn't mean, when the Bible says, He ever liveth to make intercession. Let me teach you something now. Jesus is not interceding for you at the moment. Whether you like it or not. He ever liveth to make intercession. The work of the cross is an intercessory work on behalf of humanity. And that work ever lives. Come on, you must Amen. hear the word right. I'm not saying, don't pray intercessory prayers anymore. That's the ultimate intercession ever done. Christ on the cross. Mm. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. It ever speaks before the Father. When the, when the high priest went into the Holy of Holies and poured out the blood upon the mercy seat, that blood lived for a year. Mm. Do, are you understanding what I'm saying to you? Mm. Life is in the blood. Yeah. And the blood was alive for a year on the mercy seat until the next. And then it was removed and the new must uh, Please, yeah. man. Amen. Mm. You think Jesus is praying for you all the time? He's done it. Mm. And you heard it first from me. You can question me later or not now, please. The voice of God commissions your destiny. Your destiny. Your whole spectrum of life. The voice of God will direct you step by step. Once again, Abraham, leave her of the Chaldeans. Moses, come and deliver my people. You see, it was a word now, but it spoke <clears throat> about the future of a nation. Hmm? Paul, Paul says in Philippians 2, I'm, I was a, a very religious man. I was a Pharisee, a scribe. As a Jew, this and that. He gives you all the definitions until he encounters Christ. And that meeting when he was slung off his donkey. I'm so glad Paul did not drive a Ferrari there. Because <laughs> he would have smashed the Ferrari. Became blind. And God sent him <laughs> to a house <laughs> called Straight. Paul. And there Cornelius came and said, fine. That blindness was a word. And God spoke to him. In that word, on a desert road, alone with God, in that word you can see all the epistles of Paul to the Gentiles. All the mystery of Christ made known there at that moment. Mm -hmm. So the voice of God commissions and designs your destiny. Yeah. I mean. Amen. Amen. These are case studies. How the voice of God shaped Paul. How the voice of God built Moses. How the voice of God dealt with Daniel. How the voice of God shaped What's the guy's name that did all the miracles? Elijah and Elisha. These guys were dangerous. Why? They heard God's voice. Mm. They heard God's voice. Mm. 
the voice of God can cause you to turn things upside down and become in crisis. Right? The voice of God provides insight and principles to walk accurately in the will and purposes of God for your life. One of the things of Solomon, trust not in your own understanding, but trust in the Lord. Commit your way unto God and He will bring it to pass. That's, that's wisdom. The voice of God provides insight and principles to walk accurately in God's purpose for your life, God's will for your life. You don't have to worry, what's this and what's that. You know what it is to hear God's voice and everything around you is in turmoil? You know, when you talk about that, they talk like that, Dion, about the voice, hearing the voice of God concerning how, when will I die and when will my life end. You know, it's so easy to determine your clock out, get your clock out ready. Yes. I'm not talking about the end of days now. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about knowing what time you'll be out. Yes. You'll be out the moment your purpose is done. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. The moment Jesus died upon the cross, mm-hmm. paid the price for men, and said it is finished. Gone. Mm-hmm. Are you listening? Yes. Smith Wigglesworth did not know how to read. Mm. Got saved and asked God, teach me how to read the Bible, and we could only read the Bible. Hello, mm. guys. Mm. One of the most powerful men that ever lived. He could only read the Bible. Once a man came with a newspaper to his house on his arm, you know, came, knocked, had an appointment with Smith, 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 and they came in and they chatted. And Smith asked him, What's that under your arm? He said, Newspaper. He said, No newspaper allowed in the house, could leave you by the gate. Mm. And that's of going a bit. Overboard, they said. Once the man left it at the gate, the conversation about the man's purpose for coming there started. Mike Murdoch, he's still alive, and I think he's on on his way out, basically. I'm saying that with all due respect to Mike Murdoch. Ask God one thing. Help me to understand wisdom from your view. Mike Murdoch now has written over 52 books on wisdom. On wisdom. Man, it's just, he, when that guy speaks, it's just wisdom, wisdom, wisdom that flows. He was here by in Lansdowne, how many years ago? Four years ago, Marion. I was invited to go there and listen to Mike Murdoch. He tried to make no chicken because this guy just flows on wisdom. All the wisdom scriptures. I said to myself, this man is a dictionary on wisdom. He heard God's voice on wisdom. Well, what's wrong with us? We want to do everything everybody else does. Yeah. Mm. That's our problem. Mm. That's Daryl's problem. Yeah. Hmm? I can't please everybody. I've got to please. I've got to please and do what God yeah. tells me to yeah. do. 
my wife can't tell me. There was a lady, don't even remember Elna. Elna, she was only a, a nine machine, okay? Elna machine. Yes, yeah. Elna, but a priestess and so, yeah. Our daughter's for priestess, she worked for the Pali caveman. Elna said to me once, Pastor Daryl, when you speak your own stuff, you can speak forever. The anointing runs from you. Mm. Came home, my wife said to me, and you have heard what Elna said. Oh, I don't mean so to teach. Okay. I read a lot. Yeah. Wherever I go, my book. Say that quote to me. I spoke here, I spoke there, I spoke there. Just the answer can say, I hear it. That's how it works. Didn't think I didn't hear. Yes. She says, yeah. And she keeps going, da, da, da. And she cries me then. And then I said to myself, hey. I must also become organized and pack them away you know, and stuff mm. like that. Okay. I read a lot. Mm. But you know what? I've learned something. Mm. God speaks to me. It's mostly stuff that I never heard from people. Yeah. This subject of the voice of God. I heard God. And when I turned into away from the conventional way, mm. then, only then, mm. I could hear what others have said about the voice of God that's not conventional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. But you, God, is saying to you, you're sharpening your hearing like never before, Elsie. Mm-hmm. Never before. Mm-hmm. Especially now when you wake up. Mm-hmm. Wow. And when you wake up from now on, you'll be wide awake. You will not be tired. Mm-hmm. God wakes you up, you will not be tired. Oh God, I'm so tired. You you wake up, boom, because mm. you wake up your he wake you up with the voice of learning. Yes. He wake you up with ideas and strategies. Mm. How to listen now? How to better women's lives? Mm. It's your desire, right? Mm-hmm. Your your complaint with your lamentation is this. How come with from us out that associate with cold work and all that? The anointing is within you to take them to a higher level. And you'll teach them that. You'll teach them that. And this will be one of your protégés. You will learn a lot from Elsabi. She might be younger than you, but she will teach you a lot. And sometimes she will teach you like this. She does that all the time, not sometimes. You say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> no, when I say this, it doesn't mean it means break up, destroy, overthrow, overthrow. Sorry for the word. Traditional Maki. Traditional Maki. Traditional. Tradition. Yeah, tradition. That's it. Overthrow. Many times, many times, you see something and you can't say a word about it because it's not for now. Mm. God says He's giving you the authority to bring that there into the now. I mean. That's what God says. I'm running ahead of myself with this study. The voice of God 
will teach you how to bring your future into the now okay. and prepare for it while it's not here yet. So okay. when the future comes, you say, I'm ready. Yes. Have you ever seen if a couple is pregnant? Yeah. How they go out and they buy, they find out if it's a boy or a girl. If it's yeah. a girl, they go and they buy pink. If it's a boy, they go and buy blue. They yeah. buy clothes, they little buy little booties, they buy little caps, they buy little vests, they buy nappies. Not nappies, they buy kimbis nowadays, okay? <laughs> and they buy little prams and the cut. And they, what do they do? They prepare for the future coming okay. while the future is in them. Yeah, oh, I mean. Yeah. Every time a word is released, the future is in you. Mm. How do you prepare for the future? Mm. Lady gave me a word last week. And I want to commend you on that. She said to me, God says he's going to honor you. Mm. Me, Daryl. Yes. I, I went and I fetched the honor out there. Yeah. I mean. And I said to God, that word is real now in my life. Yeah. Oh, where's the visibility? The word is real. Yes. Because the word is invisible. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. Now what I do, I unpack the invisible into the visible. Mm -hmm. mm. Amen. I had to learn to do it the prophetic way. And then I close. Mm. Okay. Anybody want to say something on the subject of what you saw, what you heard God say to you? I would love to hear what God said to you.